Welcome, everybody. Hey, 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 ho, ho. It's another Saturday with the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And I'm Eileen Grimes, astrologer. And with me, of course, is Mr. Doug Johnston. And it's good to be here on a beautiful day. It's gorgeous out, isn't it? Gosh. Yep. Yeah, I know. We got up this morning and there was actually no clouds in the sky. Other than that truck that got caught under the, <laughs> yeah, the true yeah. Mercury retrograde oh. for I-5. I saw that at about 6.30 this morning when I was looking. I said, oh, boy. That's gonna, and they said, well, it's going to last quite a while. I said, well, okay. As far as I know, it's still there, too. Yeah, a truck kind of was going on south, and it got caught under one of the overpasses, and then something hit it. And anyway, it's a big mess. A mercury retrograde. I know. We have to be trying to forget this, but you just can't. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Mercury retrograde aside, we're going to have a lot of fun today. We're going to be talking to our very good friend, Mr. Tony White. He is an animator and he's also an astrologer and he just showed me something really cool, folks. He's going to tell us about that when he talks to us today. And then also we have for our Astro Celebrity of the Week, since we just had the 20th anniversary of his passing, we're going to be talking about... Mr. John F. Kennedy Jr. And also we're going to bring in his wife's chart as well, Carolyn Bissett Kennedy. And then we're also going to bring in a third chart, which is the date and time of place of death that happened. So we're going to look at what was happening in the sky at the time his plane went down. You know, there's a few interesting things, but there's some other really interesting things too in John's Ken- John Kennedy's chart as well to You kind of have to wonder if it was his time to check out. If it was or if he did. Yeah, I know. You were always saying that. Well, there's (laughs) lots of speculation there. Yeah, I know. You keep thinking he's alive, but we'll see. But we'll see, you know. That's right. You know, anything's possible. I do think it's interesting that this truck accident all happened with uh, uh, Mercury sliding back into Cancer? cancer today. Oh, it does? Yes. Oh, that's probably a little, it. You know, Everybody's going to be far from home when this happens, and they're trying to get home, and they can't. Yeah, a yeah. lot of emotions going every which way. Yeah, probably will be. So I was wondering when it went back into cancer. So if today's the day. Okay. Then it's going to be going direct on the 2nd of August, right? Yep. No, it's, it actually first is August. Oh, okay. Because seems like it's 21 days for a Mercury retrograde, but this is a little bit longer than 21 days. It's it's direct on the 1st. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. I got to check that out. So anyway, so we're, we're just talking about the, the phenomenon of Mercury retrograde, which we are right in the middle of, folks. So if you've had trouble with your cars, you've had trouble with your computers, you've had trouble with your phones and all that other stuff, that's just blame it on Mercury and everything's fine. Okay. So anyway, we're going to be doing all that today, and we're going to be doing a whole lot more, too. We'll be doing our blurbs and all that kind of stuff. So we're going to take a break right now. When we get back, we're going to do the Astro Celebrity of the Week. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio.
Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 AM. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk, 1150. Welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And I'm Eileen Grimes, astrologer with Doug Johnston. And right now, it is time for the Astro Celebrity of the Week. Okay, so since we just had the 20th anniversary of John F. Kennedy's passing, it had a huge effect on a lot of people as watching some of the news shows this week going back and reflecting on the past 20 years and kept wondering what it would be like if he was still alive. Well, yeah, unless he really is. Hmm? Oh, <laughs> I just, you know what? I think I'm your straight woman. <laughs> there, there are no aspects here that really say that, you know, he should have died that day. Well, that's true. They're not that really overt type yeah. of aspects. Okay. So anyway, let's take a look at John Kennedy's chart, and then we might look a little bit also at Carolyn Kennedy's chart as well. There's quite a connection between those two, um, astrological Strong connection between them. So he was born on November 25th, 1960, at 1222 a.m. in Washington, D.C., and he was born just before his father went into being the president. Mm -hmm. He was the president-elect at the time he was born. So that is quite a thing hanging over his head, I would think. I would think so. Yep, it really would be. So anyway, he's a Sagittarius with Virgo rising, and also we have Moon and Aquarius. So mm-hmm. his um, he was fairly selfless, as far as I could tell. He was giving like to give away his time and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also well, the Moon and Aquarius. I mean, yeah, it's very much that. Yeah. Exactly. And also his Sagittarius moon starting up a publication called George. And um, and a lot of people were asking him when he was going to run for president. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, OK, let's take a look at his chart for a second with Virgo rising. It's really interesting. Right above that is the North Node, which tells us about where his soul is moving towards this lifetime. And it's next to Pluto. So. It is actually theorized. I've heard this talked about when you see the nodes conjoining a planet, either the south or the north. The north node is what is to come. Okay, obviously, and the south node has already happened. Okay, and it's in, ingrained and woven into your character. But his north node in Pluto meant that his, I suppose, if you want to call it trauma, was yet to come. You mean north node? North node. Did I say In north? Virgo. Yes, right. You said north in Pluto. Node. I said North Node, North Node Pluto conjunction. Okay. Yeah, that's whatever I said. <laughs> anyway, just making sure they understood what you yes, said. Yes, North Node Pluto. That conjunction. means conjunction. His particular life was um, the Pluto factor was heavily engaged. And his North Node is right it, on his ascendant. Right almost. on his. Yes, it is right on his ascendant, and it's in Virgo, which usually has to do with service and and analyzation and all that kind of stuff too you know it's interesting um i've always and i'm not generalizing here but virgo rising people generally don't ever look like him 
<laughs> no. Have you noticed that? Not at all like him. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, I mean, he looked he looked like a Leo rising all the way down down the line. Mm-hmm. He had beautiful head of hair, of course. But I said, you can't have Virgo rising. It just can't be right, you know. So maybe that's one of your things that you're t- you've been kind of referring to. Maybe his chart isn't totally accurate. I don't really know, but it just just seemed kind of a weird combination. So anyway, the Pluto North Node basically means that he has he would have had events in his life that could have been traumatic. And he did at well, three years old. Now, but if you look at look at the fact that his uh, Mars is stationary retrograde, right, and opposition to his Jupiter, Jupiter and Saturn and Venus, yeah, actually right in right in there with them all, yeah, um, that can give give him a real sexy look, especially with the Mars opposition Venus. Oh, that'll do it. It yes. will make him have that. And a Mars retrograde and stationary could also make him quite sexy, too. Yeah, and the yeah. Mars, that's going to make him so focused on energy, that, you know, to be doing things and right. keep that athletic-looking body. Right. He we, wanted to rappel down the Mount Rushmore after he died. I, I let him. <laughs> I mean, he could probably still do it. We don't know yet. Well, yeah, well... <laughs> 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 oh well there's a well. lot of you have to look at you know the day that this all happened it, it yeah. took five days to find the body yeah they didn't bring the bodies out they buried them at sea yeah, only 17 people were there for the funeral yeah so there's a there's a lot of things that could say it was all cover up and he's probably hidden and still alive because right. there was the potential of him being taken out yeah yeah. And a lot of talk of it because of the fact that they wanted him to run. Uh-huh. Oh, right. Into yeah. the political arena. And right. when he was on Oprah and asked that question, he goes, I think that you can pull the strings from behind a lot easier than being right out in front. Ooh. Which to me that? said, how much greater could you be from behind if no one knows you're alive? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why tell the truth and run a good story? That's right. So I like this story. I'm going to keep it going. See if I get people all excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Anyway, so there was something else about when they pulled the bodies up and then literally dropped them in the water. Did they do anything to them? Did we see them? I saw from a long you distance away. Think you saw something? I saw something on a stretcher, Why covered over with something. Tell the truth and ruin a good oh, story. Oh, right. Yes, I know. It's just kind of it started to one, ask questions about it. Neither one has that day where it looks like it's euphoric in their chart that they would be crossing over. Right, exactly. And that's the part that's more intriguing to me than the whole rest of it. Yeah. Usually there is a there is an indicator. I think what you're saying, euphoric, is guided by spirit being taken out. But also it's the door that's open and walk, ready to walk through. Because the people that cross over normally have that euphoric thing going on in their chart. Mm-hmm. Everyone around them have things squared up and are in misery. But yeah, right. they're in a marvelous place. Yeah. So, yeah, and there was just a lot of stuff going on in his head. He was really stressed out about stuff. There was a whole bunch of stuff. His his magazine and his his foot, which was still just unbandaged, not t- too long before. Fear his... of going forward with the whole yeah. concept of keeping it all hidden. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it means you see when your foot is covered, it means something. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah, does. Right, but 
you know, he had ha- he had broken his foot and um, he had just recently had his cast removed and he was having a bit of a hard time walking around. It was painful being in the in the cockpit, I guess. That's all we don't know that, but mm-hmm. evidently it could have been because of the way he was sitting. So, well, you're not using your feet for anything when you're flying, though. Oh no, I don't think you are. are no. You? No. no, I don't think so either. Okay. Not the so, size of plane. I've flown them yeah, myself. Yeah, and, and then if we look at Carolyn's chart, there's really nothing there either about no. her euphoria. Yeah, okay. She had Pluto fairly close, not real close, but past her north, so, north south node. Yep. Yeah, and um, and, and uh, being on a full moon, I mean, mm. they're really, you're right, there isn't any that many triggers there. Nothing there to trigger that off. Yeah, so you usually do see something, you know, when somebody somebody passes. You usually see it in retrospect. If you see it, you know, ahead of time, that's a little scary, but... If you see it in retrospect, then you can kind of go, oh, yeah, there's that. And that mm-hmm. has something to do with that. So it probably meant their passing would be a little bit more gentle. So anyway, okay, we've done enough with this. That, it was fun looking at it. It though. was fun. You know, we could just be going on and on all day for these things, you know. But um, we like doing celebrities every week because they're just fun. And especially the ones that, are, that just scream out for, for figuring them out. Well, the I did find this interesting as far as connections between the two, mm-hmm. with his son in her first house. Oh, right. His Mars, uh, yep. conjunct her Moon. Yep. Because he, they always said that if she came into the room, he couldn't keep his hands off her. Oh yeah, I mean, and his his Mars, right? No, her Mars somewhere around his ascendant. Is that what it is? Or her uh, her no, ascendant was Aquarius. Her Mars is back to his Moon. Oh, okay. All right, so there's there's that's very a erotic. sun moon combination going back and forth. Okay, all right, I was trying to figure that out. So oh. in a composite chart, that would be right together. Okay, right, you're right, you're right. Okay, all right, so we're going to take another break right now, and when we get back here, we will bring on Mr. Tony White. This is the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. <laughs> Hi, this is a live read from Ms. Angela Probst, aromatherapist. At this point, you probably heard enough about essential oils. Are you confused, overwhelmed, not sure where to start? There's so much information, and our aromatherapy expert, Angela Probst, with Young Living Essential Oils, can help you navigate and meet your health and wellness goals. And now, here's the big announcement we've been teasing about the last several weeks. They're now offering CBD oil which is very cool, something that's been going on and been in in the works for a while. And so she's going to be on our show on August 2nd to talk about that. So they do have CBD oil if you're interested in that. So if you want more information or want to talk to Angela, give her a call today at 253-278-1599 or visit her website at www.myyl.com slash Angela. Want to hear something different from talk radio? Keep your dial on Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And now we're going to bring on our guest, Mr. Tony White, who's been an animator for so long, I can't even tell you. And also, um, he's very, very well known in the animating field. 
and he's from Great Britain, and I don't know what else to say, but to welcome him on the show. Hi, Tony. Hi. Thank you very much for inviting me again. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Good <laughs> having you back. It yep. is. It's great to have you oh, back. I want to point out, I didn't come over from the UK to just for the show. <laughs> no, you just, oh, you man, just no, no, no. Don't. Don't tell the truth. Sorry, ruin the story. Dispel, <laughs> dispel the illusion. Yes, <laughs> he I just mean, got the off the plane. There are, there are people in <laughs> there are people in England that are listening to us. So pretend like you were okay. Yeah, well, we'll have to made f- a special. We'll have friend. to well, strap on English accents right about now, won't we? <laughs> uh, I will skip that, okay? okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's say I made it despite Mercury retrograde. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, you know, there is a British Airways that comes in from London like at about 11. You could have made it. I yeah. could have done. Yeah, you could have. Yeah, that in the comes in in the morning. In the morning. So that's right. Anyway. Very possible. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway, I want us to talk about your latest project, which is so mind-boggling, and you showed it to us this and morning. It looks like it's fun, fun, fun. Extremely fun. Very so, entertaining, at least. Yep. Um, certainly hope so. Um, my mind is certainly boggled doing it. It's, it's yeah. uh, <laughs> um, to, cut, to cut it very simply, um, I'm actually creating animated horoscopes. So, in other words, <sighs> it's something as far as I know, has never been done before. And it no. brings together my career as an animator and my career as a, an astrologer. Right. And also, in a way, my career as a teacher because I've been teaching animation for 15 years. Mm-hmm. And I combined all those things and said, I want to build something that will uh, enable people to understand their own astrological profile right. in a very simple introductory way. Right. And yet be entertained by it. And yes. I think that it's... For those that don't know Tony, he has made flashcards for people to learn astrology. Yes, he has. And now he's bringing these characters that he drew up to start with to life. Yeah, yeah. he does. Yeah. Which and makes it very interesting to watch. Yep, it really is. The the I have a deck, and I pull them out every now and then. Everybody goes, ooh, ah. <laughs> because it's, it's, they're so well done, number one. And then, oh my gosh, I never would have thought of actually putting a figure a stick figure or something that to represent a planet or you know a sign you know you come up with all of that yeah it's it's kind of interesting how it all evolved because those cards especially and they're proving very popular for doing readings Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i never designed them for readings i Mm -hmm. designed them as flashcards to teach students astrology Mm -hmm. because basically there's 120 cards and they represent the 10 main astrological planets we use Mm -hmm. in the 12 signs of the zodiac yeah and my idea was that uh, a person would take a single card and look at it and and you know sometimes it's true it's really true that a picture is worth a thousand words right so i try to encapsulate a major part of what that planet and sign represents right and create something that would make you smile but also teach you something about it yeah and some keywords on there and then take that card with you for the whole day Mm-hmm. and almost learn organically what that means because you'll see it unfolding you in the world around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the next day you take another card and do the same thing, and right. after 120 days you should be in a good position <laughs> to start interpreting. I mean, you're <laughs> never going to be perfect. Days? <laughs> 120 <laughs> that's days. That's yeah. a long time. Yeah. But that's a short class for yeah. astrology. Yes, that's true. You can get it all into your head and understand <laughs> right. it all. Well, no, but at least you can understand a little bit about inter- Oh, I remember what Miles Square Uranus is all about. Yeah, right. now you know, Because that car crash I saw. Right. You know, that car crash, <laughs> right. Are you going to have some of these characters walking backwards when it's retrograde? 
Oh, yeah. right. well, in the animated <laughs> series, Uranus, I have walking backwards doing the moonwalk. Makes walk. so total sense. Because Uranus so is so unconventional so that yeah. Yeah, it had to be, up. Had to be different. Up. But yeah, so, and then I just evolved the idea. And I thought, I really want to do astrology a good service here because um, I don't know another animator who's also an astrologer. And I thought, well, it's down to me to do this. But it's really, I'm trying to build a bridge between what is really good astrologers such as you guys really know mm-hmm. and what the public in the main who, doesn't know. Who is it that we know? <laughs> <laughs> I said, who? yeah, I was going to say, who are they? Oh, yeah, I see where you've been. <laughs> good astrologers like you guys. That's oh, probably the better way of saying it. thank you. You're so But seriously, sweet. you know, most of the public doesn't know what astrology is all that's about. Right. They think it's the crazy stuff that's that right. we all yeah. cringe when we see it. I know. I paid him to say and, that, by the way. but i want people to look at their they'll have basically what they'll do eventually is if they're not doing a reading with me and i'll do it automatically but Mm -hmm. or manually but they'll be able to go onto a website type their time date and place and their name in and within a few minutes they'll have a video of -hmm. their astrological profile sent to them uh, online um, it's and a good way for them to learn to understand themselves. Yeah. Well, well I, yeah. I think it. I think if it, some people are very resistant to it. So if anything else, I'm I'm setting out a challenge to the mm-hmm. the, the disbelievers out there and saying, you know, look at your your one and see yeah. if you recognize yourself. Well, there's probably some people out there that will never admit it anyway. No, and we know the types. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we <laughs> the do. Leo but, but I think if anyone with a <laughs> <laughs> but I think anyone with an open mind will actually begin to recognize it because when I was first introduced to astrology, it totally blew my mind. Yeah. How does. how does yeah. it know what I'm like inside? What's mm-hmm. my inner self really? And it changed transformed my life. Yeah. And and I would Likewise. love that to come Me too. come up. And then and then at the end of the video, their personal video, then the re, the the suggestion will be to go and see a professional astrologer right. and have this done in depth. Because, you know, but find a good one or I'll actually build up a reference uh, Mm -hmm. archive of really good astrologers I could recommend. You know what you're doing here? And you probably already, excuse me, are aware of this, but you're basically combining a a very adult, advanced profession with the inner child. Mm, I'm trying to. Yes. Uh, And, you know, the inner child is always alive inside of us Mm. and actually curious and curious. And and it likes to see things in cartoon form. I'm sorry, they just do. Because <laughs> we grew up with them. That's uh-huh. right. Every Saturday, that's yes, all you watch. That's yeah. right. I still watch them every Saturday. No, I don't. I don't think they have them on anymore, do they? I have no idea. Anyway, I'm just kidding. But, you know, somebody like myself who was Leo Rising, has, there's a fairly ingrained inner child there that mm-hmm. really loves to play around a lot. But, you know, when you're adding that to the learning of astrology that accelerates the, mm-hmm. the oh, way time. you learn mm-hmm. astrology because you learn it through fun and games mm-hmm. you know and, and, and watching a little movie how much better can you bring it right to life i mm-hmm. know and you're sitting there giggling and watching and you go oh i remember that symbol oh yeah 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 okay and you just associate it with that and it makes it a whole lot easier to learn yeah. they're going to learn quicker emotional contact more. means yeah. a lot yeah. you know if it you does. can and you pictures can, people the memory of a picture holds yeah. so yes. strong yeah. compared to just having a word. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The first time I heard about him doing the the animated astrological figures, 
I just went all giggly inside. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, goody, oh, yeah, let's do this, you know. You know, I just thought sometimes astrology can, can be made so serious and so rather dampeningly serious to the point where and to the point where you're, you know, always reading a chart, you're always finding depressing things going on there. Well, if you got a chart, you're reading the symbol, one of your symbols, that's going to add a bit of levity to whatever mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. reading, but also will help you learn not to kick yourself around so much. Mm-hmm. Well, it helps to add Sagittarius rising, which is where I get oh, yeah, all my that's stuff. True. <laughs> yeah. I want it to be fun. I want to go on voyages of discovery and learning and everything, but right. smile when you're doing it. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Instead of scowling. Or Sagittarius <laughs> rising is kind of like the teacher's T-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so. right. And he's, yeah. he's done a lot of teaching in his life with his yeah. animation yeah. classes. Yeah. So that's yeah. pretty awesome. Well, I thought it was time to bring the two together, you know, and that's, that's really. And the inner child in me loves drawing anyway. So, yes, of course. And the pictures on the cards are, I think they're incredible. I think they're just fun, delightful. Yeah. Mm. They are. Mm. I that saw the Uranus volumes. walking backwards this morning. I thought that was priceless. <laughs> <laughs> moon dance. Moon dance. Yeah, yeah. kind of like and a moon dance. And the intensity of Pluto. I like that one too. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm walking through the sludge. <laughs> Is that <laughs> what it was? My my. Uh, the darkness of it. Yeah, yeah the darkness of it. Plowing forward. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, remember, I, my ruling Jupiter. My my. Sagittarius rising Jupiter is in Scorpio, so I had to bring that. But you also ah. have moon in Scorpio too, right? No, I don't. I have moon in Capricorn. Oh. So I have oh. three, three planets in Virgo, oh, moon well. in Capricorn. So oh, okay. I would be incredibly boring if it wasn't for that Sag oh, rising. Oh, you lucked out. And, and luckily the Virgo planets are up in the ninth house too. So oh, good. That, See, uh, that that's more of as You really have a Jupiterian chart. Yeah. You yeah, really do. Yeah. Full force. I got a Jupiterian body as well. It's spreading as the more I, <laughs> the more I sit at the drawing board, the more it spreads. It's getting <laughs> it's larger getting and larger as we go. Uh-huh. <laughs> I see. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I got it. Anyway, <laughs> that's funny. So anyway, we have to take a break right now. And we come back. We're going to talk with a little bit more about Tony, about his background in animation and a little bit more about this new program he has. And we're having a great time here today. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read for Mr. Matt Shea and Matt Shea Books. Matt is a storyteller. He His stories are subjects have to do with those that are considered to be a little different. You know the ones, the ones that are usually outcast or misplaced as a result of being overlooked and misunderstood. Their moment arrives when they are suddenly called upon to reveal their character through some selfless act, thus ending up being acknowledged then contributing to society. When it is all said and done, he wants his reader to be uplifted by a deeper message. He will write stories for the rest of his life in the hopes that he can create happiness, bring encouragement, and ultimately inspire others. And now he's published a new book. It's called The Best Money Can Buy and is available on Amazon.com. And Matt's going to be with us next week. So he's going to come by next week to talk about that book. So for more information on Matt and his books, contact Matt Shea at MattSheaBooks.com, all one word, and email him at WorkinMatt, W-O-R-K-N-M-A-T-T-7, at AOL.com. 
And now a live read from Ms. Susan Bergstrom. She's a Medicare exchange person. Medicare coverage is a very important and confusing issue as we near retirement, largely because Medicare doesn't cover 100% of medical costs, only about 80%. This means that we will need affordable uh, supplemental coverage that takes care of that 20%. Susan Bergstrom can help you get the best coverage for you. With her, the process is really easy, and in the end, she will save you money. And now you can attend a free workshop where you can learn all about Medicare. She has two scheduled coming up in the next coming weeks. One's on July 25th at 4 p.m. at Summit Library at 5107 112th East in Tacoma, Washington. And July 30th at 5.30 p.m. at Lakewood Library in my neighborhood, 6300 Wild Air Road Southwest in Lakewood, Washington. So schedule, if you want to schedule an appointment with her or RSVP for one of her workshops, call Susan at 253-318-9379 or email her at sbergstrom at americanseniorbenefits.com. I'm Gary Mance. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. We're a couple of baby boomers who bring you a talk radio mix of metaphysics and music, politics, and pop culture. And you never know which celebrity will join us for an interesting conversation. Mance and Mitchell is Boomer HQ, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on 1150 AM KKNW. Your home for alternative talk in Seattle and Western Washington. Easy on the ears, good for the soul. Alternative Talk, 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW. I'm Eileen Grimes with Jupiter Rising. And this is, um, I just got off track. (laughs) That's so true. This this Mercury retrograde is really driving me crazy. And the moon is in Pisces right now. Don't say that. You don't want to go crazy. Oh, I'm getting there. No, don't go there. <laughs> it's just a little confusing. That's it's all that like it I've is. It's like I just kind of spin off my radius yes. for about one second. So and we're I here with back. Tony. <laughs> That's your line. We're here with Tony White, the great Thank animator. You. That's right. Thank you. Thank you for the cue. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting back there eventually. Anyway, we're right back here with Tony White, the great animator. <laughs> Where are we? <laughs> who's now animating astrology readings that's right that's right which is a hoot it i'm actually animating eileen doing all this right i now. think you are I'm doing that <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think he's got a little hand up my back and he's a, I'm a puppet hmm. oh golly gee. funny funny anyway so let's talk about how you got into all this business because it's quite an interesting story yeah um well, it actually s- did start with astrology, basically, because yeah. my, my childhood was a really difficult one for me. My parents were great, but um, just the kind of things that were happening to me um, psychologically and health-wise and everything, mm-hmm. I never seemed to find a way. I got to the point where I couldn't even go to school through fears and things like uh-huh. that. And I was under a counselor for two years. That didn't work. And then my mom, who was very ill for most of my childhood, moon in Capricorn, tends to be like that. Yeah. Um, she went to an herbalist astrologer who was the maze, most amazing miracle worker who actually saved her life when doctors had given up on her. Wow. Just using astrology to diagnose and prescribe. Mm-hmm. And along her progress, she said to me, why don't you 
go and see him and maybe he can help you too. So I said, well, I don't know. I was pretty skeptical, but I went along and to cut a long story short in 30 minutes, sitting there explaining my chart to me, all the lights came alive in my head and I realized that I wasn't what I thought I was. Mm -hmm. How old were you then? I was early teenage. I can't remember exactly. Probably around 15. Yeah. Around 15, say, I was yeah. near 14 yeah. or 15. Yeah. Saturn opposition. Saturn like yeah. opposition. That would yeah. be yeah. it. Yeah. That would be it. And uh, it just made me rethink my life. And I did, the one thing I always loved doing, even in the darkest hours, was drawing. Yeah. Uh, but I never knew where to take that. And uh, oh, Over in England, you didn't have lights. You had candles. We had candles. <laughs> darkest I hour. Had, Cut off, cut off fingers he at the end of my gloves, like war. Dickensian times, you know. <laughs> and, uh, Good thing you got them all back on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, I, I ended up going to art school and uh, never even thought of animation as a career at mm-hmm. that stage. I, I was into typography and graphic design, all the Virgo stuff, all the details yeah, and everything. Perfect. Yeah. And um, did very well as a student and uh, won some student awards and things like that. Thought I'd walk into a job at a time when jobs were easy, mm-hmm. and I was out of work for six months. I couldn't get a job, and I was, you know. Oh, you hadn't found your niche yet. And uh, No, I hadn't. But yeah. then I saw an ad because I had to move back with my parents, and they were, we were poor, and they were paying for me, and I thought, I've got to get any job I can get. Mm-hmm. And I saw an ad in a magazine that said, uh, background artists wanted by an animation studio must have a good portfolio of illustration. Mm-hmm. And uh, the one thing, I knew nothing about the job, what that was, but I knew I had a good portfolio of animation, uh, oh, illustration. Well, yeah. And I went along and out of 30 people, I got the job. And I still didn't know what it was, what the job was, but <laughs> I, I, I turned up and I found wow. out what it was. So a background artist is in those days, in the, in the days of drawn animation, um, uh, is everything that doesn't move on the screen is a background. It's a painted okay. artwork background. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was doing. But as a, And I I went there for a couple of years, and I realized, no, I want to be an animator. The Virgo side of me, I was analyzing movement, and, yeah, I, right. wanted, and I had the patience to do it and everything. Uh-huh. And uh, But I didn't like any – well, I w- the, the people in the studio weren't the best animators. The, yeah. It was a good studio, a really great training ground, but, but I – saw this guy's work his name was Richard Williams and it blew me away and I said I want to work for that guy okay and then I found out he had a studio in London so I applied Mm -hmm. for a job there and he actually did interview me loved my work but said I can't fit you in right now Mm -hmm. but just keep we'll get back to you Mm -hmm. a year went by and he hadn't so mm-hmm. I said, okay, it's make or break time. I'm going to send him one more letter because mm-hmm. no emails in those yes, days. Like it's letter or I'm going to Canada and become part of the Canadian yeah, film right. board or something like if that. If you don't hire me, I'm going to Canada. It's so, kind of like that. So you're not, yeah. you're not the 22-year-old that Eileen said you were? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at least 25 now. I did now. tell you that, didn't I? <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, so uh, and, and because Jupiter ruling planet, okay, yeah. my life has been a succession of struggles because Jupiter square Saturn, Pluto. Of course. Yeah. But at the very last minute, Jupiter steps in and says, here's your, here's okay, your invitation. You're sweating tears. You've and earned it. And that desperate last letter arrived on his desk the day somebody resigned from his studio. <gasps> oh, perfect. Oh, what a in. lovely thing. And, and I was so total admiration for this guy. Nobody's heard of Richard Williams in the general public. I haven't. But he's one of the legends of the animation industry. He's won three Oscars. Nobody knows it. Oh, wow. And, um, and he was my Richard idol. Williams. Richard Williams, Canadian, that, um, 
works and lived in London. Did you ever look up his chart? Um, I actually, yes, but I can't remember it. But I know that he had multi, multiple planets in opposition to each other from Virgo to Pisces. Oh. I remember. And it was across the ascendant, descendant. Ah. But I can't remember Ooh, much ah, else. So he was mainly a Pisces. Yeah. But had a lot of Virgo stuff, Obviously. like Neptune and, and Virgo, probably I think. stationary planets. Yeah, yeah. That, that inspiration from the Pisces that <laughs> downloads yeah. to the Virgo and is able to yeah. actually write it out. Now, there's, there's an interesting story about that, by the way. Um, uh, but before I tell that, uh, I just say I turned up on the first day and I said, I don't know who I'm working for, where I'm working for, but I've got a job. Dick Williams said I was hired and and they said, oh, you're Dick Williams assistant. You're his apprentice. And I fell like my world idol in animation. <laughs> and there I was, his I, personal assistant. So I was on cloud nine. Anyway, so I worked with him for a couple of years and I would hear all these different things, his stories. He'd go out to Disney. They'd. They always, even as he was a genius at 17, they mm -hmm. wanted to hire him as an animator mm -hmm. at Disney. And he didn't want to go because he was very independent. But mm -hmm. um, he would often go over there on learning trips, how Disney run things, how they do things. And he right. came back. I remember one day he came back and spoke to his manager. And I was in the same room as him, so I could hear a lot of these stories going on. And he said, oh, the people at Disney said, I've got to get a Virgo. Mm -hmm. I need a Virgo. Mm -hmm. um, to balance up my Pisces. So someone somewhere at Disney knew about astrology Obviously. in those days. I don't think it was at the very top, but someone he met. I don't. Yeah, and he I was exposed know. to it, all right? And, and Walt was Sag and Virgo. Okay. Yeah, Walt Disney was Sag and Virgo. Okay, so. that makes sense. But anyway, yeah, So and that's where my career started. I, I, I pretty much got to my Saturn return, and I didn't know about Saturn return at that day, but <laughs> at that time. But on my Saturn return, I actually decided to set up my own animation studio. So, Good for you. And that's what happened on my Saturn that's return. So, yep. And that lasted for 20 years till I came here in 98. Yep. Hmm. And, uh, and I came here in 98 because in, in England, I'd made over 200 TV commercials, two TV specials for PBS, and a number of short films, and, I, and the title sequence for the Pink Panther Strikes Again movie. Yes, I know. That's so um, cool. I'd done all those things, won lots of awards and everything, but I could not raise the money to make a movie. And that's that's my last remaining ambition and was then. And I thought, okay, my life changed in England. My kids are grown up. And I said, I'm going to America. And mm -hmm. I pretty much decided to do that. So I, I packed two large bags, yeah. some uh, excess baggage, got on a plane and ended up. Don't here. talk about your wife like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, his wife. Excess sweet. baggage. No, How no, can you no. say that no, no. on live radio? <laughs> there, there was a divorce involved. He turned but, real <laughs> red. But he, I wasn't making that reference. So he turned very all. red when I said that. <laughs> no, we're very good friends, my ex and I. But oh, anyway. That's so I arrived here with the idea of I had to go through the green card work permit thing. Right. Yeah. September 11 happened halfway along that route. So it took me two and a half years to actually be legal and able to work here. Mm -hmm. Started talking to investors, got interested in funding movies. And then in 2002, Disney in Burbank closed down their hand-drawn animation studio mm. forever. Mm -hmm. And the industry, my industry died overnight. Wow. It, there was nothing. I mean, everyone said, well, why am we invest? If Disney can't do it, why should we? And the industry's gone away ever since. Yeah. From, yeah. A, from a country that led the world. Because Pixel It's now not over. even in the game anymore. Pixel mm. took over. Well, and computers took over. But basically, yeah. weak people 
made bad decisions and destroyed it for everyone. Oh, that's and, too bad. and it's a long story. So effectively, I had to reinvent myself. Suddenly, I thought, what do I do? <laughs> you know, because yeah, right. I've sold up everything to survive for two and a half years. And now, um, what do I do? So I ended up teaching. I ended up teaching yeah. animation. I've been doing that yeah, for two, two and years, a half years. Working on my mm. own projects in my spare time. So, so you want to be introduced to Brad Bird? Uh, Brad Bird, yes, but I think... Because oh, um, I do know his first cousin. Oh, you do? Okay. Uh-oh. I do. Yes, yeah, a oh, connection okay. being made here. Very well. Right. <laughs> Whoa. It'd be a good connection for you. Yeah, yeah, well, he no, he's an exceptional director. Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, your char- your characters are exceptional, so I think yeah. it's a good connection. Yeah, well... So, how did you oh, end up here in Seattle? In Seattle? It's, it's a long story. I've never been a Hollywood person. I've never liked it. Yeah. Uh, I don't like heat, excessive heat, for a start. Well, I don't like the style of Hollywood, the way well, it's gone wait now. St- wait here long enough, you'll get it. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I, I, and I was, I'm a huge admirer of Walt, but once Walt gone, the, the studio declined and became corporate. Mm-hmm. I'm not a corporate person at all. I don't mm-hmm. like that kind of thing. So I really came up here because, A, the climate's great. Um, there were some emotional ties that didn't work out, and but they have now, thank God. So... Mm-hmm. You know, I'm very happy up here. I will eventually want to go back to the UK simply because I got grandchildren there and I haven't even one of them I've never met in person. Oh, no. Yeah. So eventually, and I miss the old England, the, uh, the historic, the Stonehenge and Avery. And, right. You know, right. That makes sense. But um, for now, I'm very happy and especially doing this new project. It's brought new life into my. Uh, yes, in, I would into think. Into my that, expression. I mean. Yeah. Uh, we have to take another break here, but I want to hear about the volume of work that you have to go through <laughs> for this. He's truly a Virgo, folks. Yeah. Really, you have to be to do this. Yeah. So anyway. Okay, so we're going to be back here in just a moment. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. <laughs> And this is a live read for Ms. Samantha Blodell. She's a Reiki and Aura practitioner, and she makes Beulah May cakes. Which are marvelous. I'm just waiting for your cue there. I'll have to, (laughs) I may have to have her just make one and bring it down for you. Yeah, we were going to have, I'm going to make sure I get her booked on the show and then she can do that. Okay. So anyway, she's got some Reiki classes right now that are starting. One is starting tomorrow from 10 to 4 p.m., um, is going to be by appointment, or you can just show up. It'll be somewhere in Mount Vernon, so you can actually call her to find out where those are. And then also, she's got a Reiki 3 class happening on July 28th at 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., or by appointment. And so they are held in Mount Vernon. And by the way, there's some uh, additional class, like an Aura Circle on July 23rd, from 7 to 9 p.m. That's $10 per person to get in. So if you want more information about her classes or just to find, just to talk to her, you can contact Samantha at 206-403-0283 or go to her website at www.soulsupper.com. Find our app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store and take us with you wherever you go. Alternative Talk, AM 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And I, I, you were telling us just before we came in here today the amount of work you have to do to program this new program mm-hmm. that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Well, so, to, to, to make it possible for pretty much any chart 
uh, mm-hmm. to be created through animation, I have to produce something like 132 30-second animated films. That's uh, a lot. And, and that, that's a it, lot. That's kind of a movie. Yeah. A short movie. And you do each one of those... Hand-drawn. Hand-drawn. <laughs> yeah. So you How long start does it take to do one? Just one. To, to do one drawing. I, they vary, but usually it takes me 10, 10, 15 minutes to do a drawing. Okay. But then the next stage is... So I have to do all the drawings, and then I test the movement from okay. uh, with pencil drawings. Bless you. Bless you. Thank you. And, uh, and then when the movement is correct with the pencil test, yes. you then have to go and ink the characters, Okay. scan the ink drawings, right. color them digitally, and then composite them with backgrounds, as I was saying earlier, the things that don't work. <laughs> put right. them into on the backgrounds and composite them and rent them out as a video. Mm-hmm. But this series is beyond that because I had to record all the voice because I'm doing all the interpretations myself. Oh, so, so, so I had to record 132 voiceovers for oh. those. Then I had to. I didn't do the music. I got a friend of mine. Well, uh, I'm surprised. Who, I um, mean, <laughs> yeah, she, Danique, did some fantastic music for me. So I had to edit the music, and mm-hmm. also there's, as I speak, the keywords of what I'm talking about, the different plants and signs come up on the screen over the animation. Oh, I see. So I had to do all those cards and everything. So basically I've been working for five months on it, seven days a week, averaging between eight to 12 hours a day. And <laughs> bless you. My turn this You're all allergic to <laughs> there, me. There's, I know. A, there's a spirit that come in here. Yeah, I know. I mean, we're all this it's snuffy as heck. coming in, that's what happens. <laughs> it's Sneezy. The seven dwarfs sneezes. Okay, <laughs> all right. Yeah, okay. We're just it's the spirit of Sneezy. The spirit right. of Sneezy yeah. is here. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so so I, and I pr- I've got two more weeks, I think, to get uh, of that same schedule to get where I can offer the planets in the signs. Okay. Then beyond that, I've got more months of work because I'm then going to do the rising signs and the house position. Okay. And then beyond that, I'm going to animate all the aspects. All right. So eventually you'll be able to have, it'll be about a 20-minute film eventually. Right. But initially the offering, uh, five to six minutes each person. But the beauty is, whereas every animator and every filmmaker makes the film for the map maximum number of audience they can get for their film. Okay. I'm actually making one film for one person because everyone is totally individual. Okay. And I worked out that the chances of getting two animated horoscopes the same for two people is, is like hundreds of thousands to one. Okay. With those combinations all multiplied out. Wow. Yeah, statistically. Yeah. So it's pre- every, I'm pretty much making a tailor-made film for every person based uh, on the okay. time, date, and place of their birth. So when you're doing, like you're just doing one planet, say mm-hmm. you're doing Neptune, mm-hmm. and you're getting it all set and all that, how long does it take you just to do one planet? One planet's probably... With all the stuff you have to do to it. Probably with everything, it's probably a month or so. Ah! Yeah, and there's ten planets, so this it's going to be about ten This months. is a labor of love. Uh-huh. It, yeah. It would. Well, I, I, re- I repeat, Three planets in Virgo, Moon in Capricorn, total workaholic. <laughs> that's those are his work credentials, people. <laughs> yeah. Workaholic. That's my. Uh, that's right. On yeah. my business card. Well, that would be that would be stuff that would fuel you, yeah. obviously. So but I love you it. Going. You see, and that's the point. I love what I'm doing. Yeah. It's not a chore at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so now, are you going to be back at the Emerald Spiral then? Yeah, are you going to do that? I certainly hope I am. Unless well, I forgot yeah. to book the table, I'm certainly p- planning to be there, and it'll be ready. 
Uh, yeah, so I, I do the fairs every, every usually every um, Saturday or Sunday, I would do the local fairs and I right. do astrology readings there. Right. For in two weeks' time, I hope to have this available so I can do it for people. Yeah. So they can have a quick re- birth. Uh, I, I specialize in natal charts. I don't really do right. the more advanced stuff. Um, but I hopefully I can do their natal reading and give them a video to leave with at okay. the end of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, all right. Now, let, let's say you have it all set. It's all done. Mm-hmm. Are you going to charge <coughs> for this? Oh, yeah. I'll have to charge for it. Because I was going to yeah. say for all it, the work it, you're doing. It has to be a, a be business free. venture. Yeah. 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 You have you figured out how much you're going to charge it? I don't know. I'm going to have to do some research on it. $5,000. You know, uh, <laughs> yes. I wish. I wish. For your own personal movie. If That's now, right. Now, if Brad Bird asks me, yeah, it's $5,000, Brad. Sorry. That's right. <laughs> yeah. ah. It's handcrafted, Brad. You understand. It's yeah, all right. That's right. But yeah. most people can't afford too much. So I, I, I really want to make it accessible. Being the Virgo, it's, it's more being of service to people. Right. And I want people... Because I w- my life was so transformed by my understanding of myself through astrology. Yeah. Um, I want to give that opportunity to other people. Sure. And I want to make it into an area that they can afford and not, you know, stress. The, the, the person who taught me astrology, the herbalist astrologer, mm-hmm. he never charged anything. For it. That's he right. Didn't he didn't do readings. Right. He told me that. He didn't do readings. He didn't do charts for people. He just did diagnosis in mm-hmm. treating people. But he never charged. He was pretty much a saint. Right. So are you going to have this be an, an astrological application or is it going to be a, yeah, it's it will gonna, be an app? It's, there's going to be a web, eventually, a website. there's going to be a web. Initially, I'm just, I'm doing the beta testing right now right. And, and with one-on-one readings, mm-hmm. but eventually it's going to be online. So you can go to our website, you can type in your time, date and place, mm-hmm. and pay PayPal or whatever the system's going to be. Yeah. And pretty much just hit the button and it'll come to you within a few minutes. Oh, very quick. Yeah. That's Your pretty darn amazing. That's gonna change that's gonna change astrology as we know it. Well, well I I hope it's gonna open up astro I don't wanna compete with astrologers. I want to open well, it up. Well you're doing just a, a natal reading which is yeah. limited as far as in nature what it is, yeah. but it's very significant. Yeah. 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 It is. Yeah, because I I I love this idea the all the Sag and Ninth House stuff. I love teaching people and yeah. there's and I hope it's going to teach people to understand themselves a little bit, a be- little bit better, enough to want to know more. Mm-hmm. And that's when I can refer on to okay. other astrologers or do my yeah, do my sense. own readings. But I don't want to make it exclusive to me. I want opportunity for others as well. I mean, you know, with the, with the animation, it's going to add some funny stuff. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. going. But I think what could turn around here is if you're if you're talking about some of these Moon Pluto aspects in mm-hmm. their chart which is generally kind of serious, you can show them working together in a yeah, chart and yeah. one's hitting each other with a mallet, you know, or whatever it is, well, you the, know. The, it's funny you mentioned that because we're <laughs> in moon Pisces today, so you're picking it up. But this all happened, this big transition started to, and for me, started just over two years ago mm-hmm. um, when I actually lost my teaching job, which was very unexpected. Oh, okay. Four days' notice. Oh, right. You're out, no insurance. And I thought, what uh-huh. do I do? I've never been unemployed in my life. What really? do I do? Yeah. And then I realized, I said, what should I do? And I was asking inwardly. Right. And uh, the message I got back was, go where your heart is. And then yeah. I realized, where's my heart? Oh, yeah. Oh, Astrology. Yeah. I've been Ooh. hiding it. Yeah. And that was Pluto conjunct my moon. Oh. Transiting Pluto conjunct my moon, mm-hmm. Saturn in the first house. Wow. Reinvention time. Yes, yep. it would be. Yeah. Definitely yeah. would be. Yeah. 
And you have to do what you're meant to do. Mm-hmm. And that Pluto moon would absolutely do that. And I'm so happy I did it. Oh, I, I'm happy for you, <laughs> even though I don't know if I could do all the work. But I think it's like the more work you get, the more excited you get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's kind of how I feel after you know, writing my book. And I keep thinking there's not much to know about this subject, but I keep inventing things for me to look at, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. And I'm more excited when I find stuff I can look at. Yeah. So, yeah, that's fine. Well, I'm already thinking the next project beyond this. <laughs> oh, God. Of course he is, folks. Of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Tony, thank you for being here right. today. You were awesome, and you have to keep us abreast on all that's happening with this. Definitely will. Yeah. And, and so. Thank you for asking me. Oh, you're it's welcome. Of course. Stuff. Okay. Now we've got our local events that are coming up so after dark readings at burrs is starting up again next week and so um it's off until then because i'm doing the um the tacoma library series and then also the of the fall emerald spiral expo is coming up on september 28th 2019 hopefully tony will be there hopefully oh good 9 to 5 p.m at kent commons at 525 fourth avenue north in kent washington and then it's the largest mar- largest metaphysical event in Western Washington. Vendors and readers and everybody are going to be there. A lot of people that I know that are metaphysicians. And then you can um, also, they will have speakers there too. It's the largest, the biggest New Age fair in the Northwest. Okay, so if you want to, you can bring friends and family and kindred spirits Booths are still available. As far as I know, I haven't checked your site lately, but I think they're still available. But you can contact Astara Brisky at 425-445-8789 for more information. And then our Tacoma Library, I've got the last two workshops that I'm doing this week on Tuesday. I'm going to be at Motet Branch Library at 3523 East E Street in Tacoma. It's an intro to astrology. And then Wednesday, I'm going to be at Wheelock Library. That's 3722 North 26th in Tacoma. So I'm going to be doing that this week. And then the Tacoma Psychic and Crafts Fair is happening today. So go see them over at the South Tacoma Masonic Center at 5405 South Tacoma Avenue, South, pardon me, Puget Sound Avenue, Tacoma, Washington, 98409. And if you have any questions, you can contact Winnie, who is our former co-host, at 253-370-6329 for more information. And the hours are 10 to 5 p.m. Okay, so how do we get a hold of you? Me? Oh, yes, the, the you easiest too, way. You too. Sorry, I was falling asleep to. there. Um, <laughs> uh, best on the contact page of my website, www.startoons, that's T-O-O-N-Z.com. Okay, I have that down. Good. And Doug? The best way to get me is always text or call 206-769-4924. Okay. Or else find me at Karina's Bakery on Tuesdays, Mm -hmm. 10 o'clock till 3. Okay, great. Okay. And I'm Eileen Grimes, and my website is EileenGrimes.com, or JupiterRisingShow at AOL.com is where you can get a hold of me. Okay. So next week... We have on Mr. Matt Shea. He's been becoming a regular on here, but he's very wise and he's very, um, he's just very good about telling stories that are really down to earth and basic, but have a huge punch behind them. Yep. Very yep. charming, very entertaining. Yes, he is completely. And then the following week, Angela Probst will be on to talk about her CBD oil. That's going to be awesome. So, anyway, fun. that's it for us today. We had a great show with Tony White. 
And we're going to see you all next week right here on the Jupiter Rising Show on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio.